episode 34, Our First Comics. Welcome, time travelers. I thought I was doing the opening. This I is the comic book time machine. Wait, it's anarchy and chaos. I'm Matt Anderson, and today I'm joined by my two guests. <laughs> this democracy is completely gone askew. <laughs> it just feels like if you know I was the one that started the music. I just felt like maybe I wow. I got to start it too. Gee, Willikers. I, I'm completely <laughs> lost. I don't. No, I, I was waiting well, for you, but then I thought, well, he hasn't started yet. Maybe if, I, if I've learned anything uh, in the last few hours, it's Matt likes things done a certain way, Ben. All right, uh, let's just Ben. Why don't you go ahead and just kick us off? Hi, everybody. Welcome to Comic Book Time Machine. There. And what's your name? <laughs> I'm Ben Avery. And we're joined also Yay. by. And I am Daniel Butcher. Daniel who Butcher, who's here. Confused. Daniel Butcher is here in studio with me um, at my home, so welcome. The first time you've been here for a while. Yeah, it's kind of, but our listeners, they're not used to us being in a studio anyway, so you've completely thrown them off. You, uh, yeah, they they, 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 they might have thought know. we were always together. You know, we, They might have thought that every time we recorded, we were in my living room. Daniel actually right? met my baby. I drive up to Minnesota from oh, Indiana. Yeah. That's why it's been so long. Uh, we had that big break because you uh, couldn't drive. Ben, Daniel met my baby for the first time today. Oh, that's cute. That's nice. It he brought us a, a present, word. which was nice. And now the question for you. Poorly wrapped. Ben, when are you going to come meet my baby? <laughs> who's who's now six, week, six weeks old as we record. I am going to guess that by the time I meet your baby, your baby will probably not be a baby. What? That's not... just my guess. Okay, well, the open invitation to the Anderson that's household my... whenever you want to come over here. I, I plan to. I do. Don't get me wrong. I just... That, that's that's my guess for when. Well, he may not after this intro. So, yeah, sorry about that. That was just a mistake on my part. Yeah, I, and here after I was just explaining to you how discombobulated I already feel. Yeah, about this whole day, I just know. everything's weird and different, and then you throw this at me. I feel really bad. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, uh, but you know what? We've this got- whole weirdness and discombobulation. It, I think it fits. Um, just the time machine thing, you know, going through time back and forth. Because I just came back from 1979 with a comic book. And, and Daniel, where were you coming from? 1977. And Matt, where are you coming from? Uh, 1991. Yeah. You're so, such I a mean, baby. Already. I mean, just you're, there's some confusion with time travel anyway. I, I won't hold it against you. Yeah, I'm very sorry. So here, we are here to talk about something kind of fun and kind of interesting. And something that I would actually like to hear from listeners and 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 maybe we could do an addendum to this episode sometime with some listener stories. Um, and we're here to talk about the first comic book, if not the first that we ever owned or ever held or ever looked at, the first that we can remember owning, holding, looking at. So um, we are going to just talk about that and have just a little walk down memory lane using the comic book time machine. So we decided to go in order of who had the oldest comic and I think that falls to probably the oldest post here. Wow. Well, just he, point he that went there. out. Wow. I think we've already outed this. It's uh, not like I get a Maybe walker. even the first episode we ever recorded together. <laughs> in, in the comic book time machine context, that is. The oldest, but the prettiest. 
Mm, I think there's some arguments there, but <sighs> good enough. Yeah. So my first comic ever. I'm. It's super obscure. You've never heard of it. I know exactly what it is. Marvel Special Edition featuring Star Wars number one. Wow. And number two. That's awesome. Those are the big giant, right? Big, giant, huge treasury editions. And when I say yes. huge, I mean, it's not like it's big in the sense that it's not thick. I mean, it's uh, 58 pages. I, I also got number two at the same time. Another 58 pages. But they, you know, as a little kid, they were, they just seemed tall and massive. They are tall and massive. And I still, Even now, they're, they're tall and massive. And I still have them. Do you really? That and the third one that I had that I got a little bit later, which was Battlestar Galactica. Mm, I have that one. So here's the story on this. It's the, a story of a, a young farm boy. Uh, on a desert. <laughs> I'm not gonna do this. <laughs> so here's the real question: How did I get this comic? Is really the way where I want to go because my guess is a lot of folks have read this or recently heard Ben talk about Star Wars, Marvel. Uh, because this really what it collected was the first three issues of the Star Wars by Marvel. So it had Star Wars, Six Against the Galaxy, Death Star in it. And then the second volume completed the adaption of uh, Star Wars. And that's what I'm going to call it today. I'm not going to call it Episode 4. I'm going to call it Star Wars. Thank you. That's the name of the movie. Just like on the cover of this comic. Yeah. So basically what happened is I loved my grandfather. I really did. But when I was young, he was already an old grandfather because my dad was – his last child and my grandfather was well over 45 when my dad was born. And so my grandfather never bought me much. He was always good with a quarter or two for a three musketeers bar. But his, it's not like he ever went to a store though and like bought toys. He, he was the kind of grandfather that had a check written or, you know, some money handed over. So he never actually went anywhere to buy anything with me. Except for these two comics. Oh. So these were on sale for a buck. My parents believe that he got them for a quarter a piece. I can tell you exactly where they came from. Places. An actual name of a store in Iowa. It's called Places. It's called Places in Bedford, Iowa. Nice. And my guess is, is it would have probably, again, on sale date would have been July 77. My guess is, is this is probably closer to 79. Just because I wasn't one of the kids who saw Star Wars in 77. Hmm. And basically, and you guys will be shocked. Wow, humble brag. You guys will be shocked. Um, I was a huge Star Wars kid. I loved Star Wars. So these two comics were cherished, loved, and they are definitely not in mint condition anymore. You've read them a lot? Oh, yeah. I read them a ton. I kept them in my closet, standing straight up for years and years and years. And this is really the first comic I had First comic um, I owned. I, I I had this comic and was reading it before I could read. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, that's really yeah. good. And that, so that yeah. is. It's cool that you still have them, and it's cool that they got read. That's the thing, man. Well, and the thing is, is so like uh, recently, I've I got the Star Wars uh, Galaxy Far Away omnibus. Is it's Galaxy Far Away? Is that the omnibus number one or a long time ago? No, a long time ago is number two. Okay, so no, a long I, time ago is the is the series. 
So, okay. It's so the long time ago omnibus. I got volume one of a long time ago. And I'm sitting there and I'm reading through the first six issues and I start laughing and I'm like, these are so familiar, but I know I never read them as regular Marvel issues. It's because I read them again and again and again in this treasury. Yeah. The, the treasuries were cool. I had a friend who had the empire strikes back treasury and I was so jealous of that. And it wasn't until I was an adult that I actually was reading the, I read the comics that you had collected in there. I never read those. Until I was an adult. So, yeah. I'm reading through them the first time right now, actually, for this this podcast. So, if anyone wants me to go into a, a synopsis of what this little thing called Star Wars is, yeah. I, could, I could probably continue to do that. But I think it's probably best to move on to somebody else's. Well, that's a good, that's a great first comic. Again, I'm thrilled that I still own these. Mm-hmm. And I actually called my parents today and talked to them about these comics. And had a very nice conversation wow. going back down memory lane as we talked about going with grandpa to get because that because here's one of the things that bugged me i had them and i was convinced that my grandfather had bought them for me mm-hmm. but the problem was is i knew he had never actually bought me anything he gave me money <laughs> you know what i mean but yeah, he wasn't yeah. he wasn't a shopper so if he bought me something it was gone because it was a three musketeers bar <laughs> okay. So so it was it bugged me and bugged me and bugged me that uh I felt like he bought these for me. So I had to have him had to have uh them reconfirm that. And then when they told me the story and they're like, "Yes, we went to places and we were on the drive." And you have to remember that by the time I was four and a half, he couldn't drive anymore. Okay. So so it was like, "Yes, I remember that story. This foggy memory of walking into places." So that's pretty awesome. Yep. Love it. Love this story today. It's Star Wars by Marvel, for heaven's sakes. Roy And Thomas. you just read it recently, probably in trade. Yeah. yeah. So, that's cool. That's good. Uh, Does it hold up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Does it's it hold Star- up to your memories? Oh, yeah. It's Star Wars, man. I'm very forgiving. And these oh, wait, uh, these are the same stories that yeah, it's our the same friend ones Ben that, has recently reviewed. Same ones that Ben yeah, talked yeah. about with Thomas and uh, Shankin. So. Good. Oh. That I'm going to be wrapping up soon. And the next two months probably will be finishing that up. But yeah, Good, so it holds up for you. Yeah, absolutely. And hey, let's remember next month, Star Wars uh, in January 2015, Star Wars number one by Marvel. The the return, a million copies have been pre-ordered. I can't pre-sold. believe that, and I did not pre-order one. So my my dollars did not add to this one million. I kind of was ahead. Well, I know that there are so many variant covers. I think there's yeah. 30. I think there's 30 different covers. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of the few titles. Like when, when Godzilla did 50 different variant covers or whatever, who cares? You know? Yeah. There's Uber fans who are going to try and buy all of them. But this is Star Wars we're talking about here. I, I could see care. us covering some Star Wars here on this, the Conical Con Machine. Well, I know well, that. One way or another, we are. Yeah, yeah. I can tell you that at, between Disney.com, I'll do a review of at least number one. You're not going to review it on the show here? I am. Well, we I don't ha- want to compete with him. One way or another. I think we have to. Him and his ego. Yeah. No, All right. I, I All right. One way or another, it's happening on All this right, show. All right, fine. I'll I'll come and play. Yeah, there it is. All right, Ben, let's hear your first comic. Uh, oh, wait, wait. Before we go on, though, my local comic shop, buymetoys.com, they're getting their own variant cover for their, sh- their, their shop because oh, they ordered enough to be able to do that. That's awesome. No, wait. There wasn't. I don't think there was a minimum order. I don't remember now exactly how that worked. But I'm, that's what I'm getting is I'm getting that variant. Cover. And how much is that going to cost? Cover price. 
Ooh, you should get us one. Jeez. We'll pay you. <laughs> but at your discount. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. So, so Daniel. So anybody who wants an order of that. Yeah. Toys, Just right? contact, contact us at feedback <laughs> at comicbooktimemachine.com. So this is what I remember being my first comic. And it, it may not have been, but I'm pretty sure it was. Because I didn't have a lot growing up. And so the ones that I actually did end up having, I really, really treasured and, and just have vivid memories of reading them. And so this is the one I remember reading in the house that I was living in before the house that I remember reading the other comics in. So that's how I'm kind of my, – my parents, by the, their 20th anniversary, had lived in 20 different houses. Wow. Places, yeah. Because we just moved around a lot and were poor. So anyway – uh, Daniel, yours was in a galaxy far, far away, and mine was in that same galaxy. Now, this is Star Wars number 33. Ooh. Cover date, March 1980. Sale date, December 25th, 1979. And this, it, it features Luke Skywalker in a lightsaber battle on the cover with a guy named Baron Tag. And so I'm I'm reading this, and it's it's a lightsaber battle on the inside, too. And I... I was, this was just, I loved it. I loved it. Luke Skywalker actually being a hero. And this story defined heroism for me. Luke Skywalker has to fight Baron Tag because Baron Tag's pretty upset because they upset some of his plans earlier. And Baron Tag has a lightsaber and they're going to fight. And as they're fighting, Luke is actually holding his own and shouldn't be able to. Right? And so. He, he they fight and Obi-Wan Kenobi tells him to use the force and all that kind of stuff. But then the lights go out. It's Luke. It's Baron Tag. Luke has a lightsaber. Baron Tag does not uh, or doesn't have it lit rather. And then when Baron Tag lights it, Luke swings around and strikes Baron Tag in the face. What? Now, here's the thing. I'm giving this away. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm spoiling this comic and you know, I'm going to get to this in like five years on my solo episodes. Uh, Baron Tag wears these like uh, Cyclops kind of glasses kind of thing. I guess not Cyclops. So there are two eye holes there. But um, when he strikes Baron Tag in the face, he doesn't hit his face. He strikes the cybernetic glasses and cuts them in half and ruins them. And so Baron Tag is on his like knees. Goggles, so stormtroopers Matt? come to him and say... Um, he, he says, he didn't kill me, didn't need to, controlled stroke so perfectly, destroyed my cyber vision without harming me. He was that good, that good. And I was just like, oh, like I said, defining heroism for me where he did only what he needed to do to stop the threat. He didn't cut off the guy's head. He didn't hurt him. He just struck the glasses. It was the force. It was Luke. He was being a good guy. You know, and it just stuck with me. Now, this was written by Archie Goodwin and it was drawn by Carmine Infantino. And this here's another thing from this is <laughs> the actor likes likenesses, not very likeness. <laughs> it was not very good. And I remember looking and just staring at Han Solo as a kid and being like, that's not what he looks like. His jaw is so straight and so chiseled. But and same with Princess Leia. She had this very, I don't know, angular face. 
So it was also the first time I was really introduced to like the stylistic workings of an of an artist. It's kind of you interesting know. that both of you guys had Star Wars. Do you understand yeah. how much we like Star Wars? <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's the age. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was what our our pop culture was at the time. It was Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. We played with Star Wars action figures. We read Star Wars comics. We dreamed we to st- the day we got might to see stay up Gideon. to watch the Star Wars holiday special. And uh, I'll raise my hand right now. Who saw it on TV? I did. I did. Because it was Star Wars. It was going to yeah. be instant classic gold. Because you don't understand, Matt. It wasn't like we could just go out and watch Star Wars whenever we wanted to. We had to recreate it. We had to get out the action figures and redo the scene. We had, had to have, have the comic toys. book. We had to have the comic book. I know Empire Strikes Back backwards and forward thanks to Scholastic. Because I got the Scholastic paperback comic of it. And I probably read that thing four to five times a year for a good five years because that is the hold it had on the kids in our generation. And I knew Star Wars really, really well because I had the 45 record storybook. And I had the regular Scholastic storybook. And I watched it in the theater, not in 77. I, we were in Canada, so it came to us a little bit later. I, I, I think I was actually four years old when I saw it, four or five. But um, – but then they also brought it into my school on like 16 millimeter projection. And we watched it in the gym at my school in grade three or grade two. And yeah, I mean, this was something my, my fifth birthday party was a star Wars birthday party. And we, my dad rented a projector from the library and we watched the making of star Wars as, as a group. It might be my, my little buddies in our living room. But, yeah, you had to work at it if you wanted to see it. You couldn't just. You and your 1991 date. I know. I'm sorry. Jeez. I feel bad now. Yeah, We appreciated things more back then because, as Ben said, we had to work for it. Or, well, in my case, my parents had to work for it. (laughs) So, yeah. Take that, Matt. Man, I feel like a loser. Well, I'm not going to disagree with you after what you did to me earlier in the episode. But. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, this is huge, huge for me. Um, I have another comic that was a, the same kind of thing that was a Captain America one, but this was the one that opened my eyes to a whole bunch of stuff and might be why I like Carmine Infantino's artwork. Even though, even though he I, can't draw Wookiees. No, he can't. I, oh, my goodness. No, no one who is an original character looks bad, but everyone who is an actor like this or, you know, it, it just they just they're stylistically drawn. And it, it kind of blew my mind when I was a kid. So. Yeah. So from there, we skip the decade of the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> and jump ahead to 19. Was it 91? 1991. It's interesting. I mean, we're, our age differences. Isn't that much, but yeah, we're, we're skipping the eighties. I don't know what happened. I just I liked uh, superheroes in the eighties. I had action figures, but uh, didn't get around to buying an issue until the beginning of the nineties. Now, just like Ben said, I'm not one hundred percent certain this was my first book, but I'm fairly certain. I, I'm pretty positive that the very first issue I ever purchased was the one I'm holding in my hands. Dun dun dun. Daniel's looking at it. 
you know, if you're a listener of the show, you know that I love alternate universes, parallel universe stories. Well, guess what, everybody? The first comic I ever purchased was a What If comic from Marvel Comics. Then tell us about it, Matt. <laughs> well, tell us about it. Quit the suspense. Bring us in. Well, it was the What If the Punisher had killed Daredevil. Whoa. And I, I mean, I'll be honest. The reason I purchased this was for neither of those two heroes. If you if you look at the cover, it's because of the Watcher. No, look at the cover. I see the Watcher. He's in the top corner. If you look in the cover of this, uh, you see the Punisher with a smoking gun and Daredevil dead on the ground. But in the background, Spider Man's coming up to see you. Hey, what's going on, guys? And I, and, I, and and that's exactly the way he'd say it. Yeah. Hey, look, it's a dead superhero. Yeah. Hey, hey, what's going on here, hey. Punisher? Yeah. Oh, so. Why is that good smoking? Man, there's so many reasons why now as a current, more educated comic reader, I think that this is awesome that this is my first one. So here's some reasons. Number one, guess who the writer of this What If story is, Ben? Uh, Frank Miller? Uh, no, it's Kurt Busiek. Oh, wow. Yeah, really big. So that's pretty awesome. But speaking of Frank Miller, this mm-hmm. issue is based on... A Frank Miller Daredevil story, Daredevil number 183, it basically is a divergent timeline of something that was happening in the Miller run of Daredevil. I, that's why I guessed Frank Miller, not because I knew it came from his run, but I was hoping it came from his run because that's the only Daredevil guy I could think of. Exactly. Uh, so I'll, I'll do a quick run through. I won't, just like you guys weren't uh, necessarily telling all the plot points. Actually, this is a pretty interesting story. I mean, it really holds up. I'll just spoil it. It really holds up. Uh, basically, what happens is Punisher shoots Daredevil with a tranquilizer dart, not a bullet. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, Daredevil's on a roof. So guess what? He falls off the roof and dies. Um, uh, so a little bit of misunderstanding. Uh, Spider-Man sees what happens. So then uh, him and Punisher get into an altercation, which actually hospitalizes Spider-Man. And then in the hospital, his secret identity is revealed. So you guys will you'll never believe what happens. Once the news, I think it's Daily Bugle, publishes the identity, it is Daily Bugle, of Spider-Man, that same morning while he's in the hospital, the Silvermane family, which is a crime family, bazookas his home and kills Aunt May. (laughs) All because Punisher killed Daredevil. Yeah, Aunt May. So we see her. It's like a nice sunny morning. She walks out, gets the newspaper, goes back inside. And then all of a sudden, a car pulls up and shoots a missile into the house, and it explodes and kills Aunt May. <laughs> all- I'm sorry. That's not funny, but it is. Yeah, because of Aww. they found out the identity of Superman. Then... I'm Superman. <laughs> sorry, Spider-Man. Then... This it- is what we've been saying all this time. That's why secret identities are important. Exactly. So then you've got a scene where Captain America, Johnny Storm, and Hawkeye are talking with the mayor, and it looks like uh, a superhero... Civil War is starting. Dun, dun, dun. Mostly based against uh, Punisher. Then we see Cloak and Dagger tracking down Punisher and they get into an altercation uh, all over this simple misunderstanding. Um, soon, as the story progresses, we find out that Kingpin has been a sort of mastermind behind the scenes trying to push his political agenda. Um, Spider Man gets out of the hospital and attacks Punisher because he killed his aunt. I mean, I, I'm going to show Daniel this picture, but this 
there's a picture of Spider-Man growling and yelling and, and jumping towards Punisher, and that actually kind of disturbed me. <laughs> it kind of disturbed me as a child. Wrong. Okay, let me have that back. So, yeah, I mean, but things did not go well for Spider-Man. He wasn't even in his costume. He just attacked Punisher in his hospital gown, or most hospital clothes, and he ends up getting killed by Punisher, uh, shot, dead. Uh, then when Punisher goes to confront Kingpin, he actually... Um, Leaves a bomb. Well, he sacrifices himself, kills Kingpin, kills the the dirty mayor, and the story closes. And then we go into the letters page called What Now? I always like that. Yeah, that was good. Oh, but the best part for me as a kind of a time capsule of sorts is as I turn the letter page, what I thought would be letter page part two, but it's not. It's one of those subscription pages that Marvel used to have where it would list off all yeah. their titles, and you could check off the box and send it in. So this is kind of interesting. Uh, as a young child, let's see, 91, I was probably nine when I was reading this, or eight, possibly. Um, here are the books that I thought sounded interesting. And again, this is my first comic, so I wasn't basing it on any sort of prior interest. It must have just been based on names or what I knew. So all the, all the, <laughs> the titles I checked that I thought maybe I'd want to buy are Daredevil, Darkhawk, Fantastic Four, Iron Man, a book called Marvel Age, New Warriors, Punisher, Sleepwalker, Thor, <laughs> Web of Spider-Man, X-Force, X-Men, What If, and Doctor Strange. That So here's my question for you, So Matt. eight-year-old, no, nine-year-old Matt thought those sounded like the most interesting books just based on title. So what were the titles you didn't check? It's funny. That's what I want to know. You, you want me to read the ones that I didn't check? I do. I do. Because okay. if you check Darkhawk, I'm just saying. Yeah. Here are all the ones I didn't Sleepwalker. check. Sleepwalker. You checked Sleepwalker and Marvel Age. Yeah. Okay. Here's all you the ones I didn't nine? check. Nine? Uh, <laughs> this just sounds stupid to me if I was nine. Amazing Spider-Man. These are I didn't check. Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, you would have hated it. Avengers. <laughs> let me just let me read them all, and then you can react. Avengers. Uh, Avengers West Coast. Captain America. Mm. Conan. Guardians of the Galaxy. G.I. Joe. Gru. That's G-R-O-O. Incredible Hulk. Marvel Tales featuring featuring Spider-Man. Namor. Quasar. Silver Surfer. Spectacular Spider-Man. Uncanny X-Men. Wonder Man. X-Factor. Marvel Comics Bi-Weekly. Oh, it's Marvel Comics Presents. Uh, What The? A bi-monthly book. X-Men Classics. Alpha Flight. Ghost Rider. Moon Knight. Robocop. Shield. She-Hulk. Toxic Avenger. The Nam. <laughs> Deathlock. Excalibur, Punisher War Journal, Spider-Man, Wolverine, Conan Saga, Marvel Fanfare, Savage Sword of Conan. Here's where I'm confused. Spider-Man is not checked. There's like three Spider-Man books you didn't check. I did. I chose one for whatever reason. I checked Web of Spider-Man. Oh yeah, the Web was. And didn't check Spectacular or Amazing. Or wasn't there another one featuring Spider-Man? Yeah, yeah. I know. I don't know why. I I don't know how I chose. I must have been like. Uh, in the I, world? Yeah, I know it's weird, but did you like even in your imagination? You're like, I can't get all of them. Yeah, <laughs> I can't get all. Of them. I think I mean I put my here. I'll show you. I put my no. Wait, let me tell you. You this. can't wait, get them all before you. But if you do, you gotta make that's sure. just splurging, man. Okay, wait. No, let me say. I think that I was serious about this because I'm gonna hand it to Daniel. At the bottom, I had filled out my address. <laughs> His address is here, and so. But I did also. It said <laughs> this is crazy because you're like I can't get them all. But you know, I can't get sleepwalker. <laughs> hey, look at what age I said I was. 
99? I put 99. I'm pretty sure I meant nine. <laughs> I think maybe you put nine in, but then you or thought that, you put it in the wrong box. Yeah. So this this isn't you trying to be like, oh, they're not going to send it to me for being a nine-year-old. What if I was a nine? If I was ninety-nine, then they would send it to me. Yeah, the the handwriting's definitely clearly childlike. Sleepwalker, that's for mature audiences. Yeah, I've never, I still have never read any of the. Like, I've never read. Was was Marvel saying we're gonna do Sandman right? And it it's like, but even the title. Wow. Okay. So that was that's kind of cool. I mean, that's a nice little picture into your past. That is awesome. I know. That's what the comic book time machine is all about right now. So uh, subscribe and save only seventy one cents a copy. If I had done this, I wish I had. What if I had a whole run of Sleepwalker? (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. The total though. How many titles did you have there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, (laughs) eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen titles. You're spending two hundred bucks on this, though, aren't you? (laughs) How much for subscription? Uh, let's see. It says order one title and deduct two fifty. That's twelve issues for only nine fifty. Each additional title deducts three fifty. That's twelve issues for only eight fifty. Oh man, your money's adding up, buddy. <sighs> I did eventually, and my I won't talk about this in detail now, but I did eventually get a subscription, and I didn't get a lot of those titles. Uh, <laughs> uh when I but I remember I had a subscription, and they canceled a book that I had ordered. And but they fulfilled the subscription by replacing it with Avengers West Coast, which you didn't oh, want. Man. No, I didn't want it. Clearly, <laughs> that was a really dark book for a kid. No, Mockingbird yeah. was killed by the devil. Come on, Mephisto killed her in it the nineties. So kids can handle that. They're resilient. One other ad that was interesting: uh, Rocketeer. Check this out: the Rocketeer movie ad. Back when you thought the Rocketeer was good, I still think the Rocketeer was a cool idea, but I didn't like the movie when I rewatched it last year. So this, this sometimes who you watch it with can impact your. This thoughts. was awesome. I'm really glad this is my first book. And if you're, you know, if you're into the Marvel multiverse, it's they actually have given it the uh, an Earth number. It's Earth nine one six hundred nine one six zero zero. Oh, and the book opens again. My first issue, my first ever comic. It opens with the Watcher giving a big description of what we're about to read. Oh, I thought this was so cool. There is a story men tell of a powerful and solitary creature who lives in the mysterious blue area of the moon. He is called the Watcher. He watches all all that was, all that is, all that will be. They say he even watches all that could have been in realities where history took another course. Copyright Marvel Entertainment. So, I'm happy. I'm really happy this is my first comic. Yeah, that's a good first comic for you. It's perfect. You know, my, my second comic that I remember is a Captain America one. It's time travel. And and it's like he's it's just like again feeding into that that early me. Yeah. So yeah, this is good stuff. Yeah, fun little experiment here. Good stuff. Good. Well Ben, why don't you take us home? Well, did we ever read any of the feedback that we got from Mark's mess from Mark Adams? I can't remember. It's been a while. I think we did. I think we did. Never mind. We haven't recorded for about seven weeks. Yeah, it's been a long while. Feedback. What feedback? That's from August, so I think we did get that. If not, let that's us know. That's our only Mark. feedback that we've gotten. So <laughs> I did get so, one from Professor Allen, but I, I just like to say, if you guys have a first memory of a comic that you'd like to share with us, that'd be awesome. Yeah. And you can send that to feedback at comicbooktimemachine.com. Com. Yeah, and even if they don't want to give us a big description like we just did, just shoot us an email so we know you're out there and let us know your first comic. Just 
It could be as simple as saying, what if number 26, which was mine. And I didn't mention this, Daniel, but do you want to read to them the the release date? Because the cover date's June 91. Oh, you're going to just point it to my way? Uh, on sale date, April 16th, 1991. You could have had this Marvel piece, masterpiece, for $1.25. Yeah, mine was 40 cents. Daniel, how much was yours? A buck. Cover price. A buck, but we think Grandpa got it for a, uh, for a quarter. Nice. Very good. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. We really appreciate it. And we'd love to hear from you, like we said. Um, even if we don't hear from you, we're going to be coming back at you soon with more comic book talk. And because we're recording some things out of order here and doing the whole timey-wimey thing, we're not sure what's going to be in our next episode. But it'll be either one, two, or three of us, maybe with a guest and maybe not. How's that for vague? That was wow. Awesome. That, that pretty much nails it. I can guarantee the topic will be comic books. Definitely. So, until oh, next time, so everyone. So we're killing the episode that we were going to do on video games then. Yeah, we're going uh, to save yeah, that one for and, later. And the movie one, too. And taxes. We're definitely killing taxes. Oh, well, I wanted to do that one. Let's save that one for April. Okay. All right, All right, Daniel, take us home. Last words? Be safe, kids. Make good choices. I'm not trying to artificially manufacture an end credit scene, but I'm just looking at the cover here. And have you ever noticed that you could say it like daredevil, okay? Or if you you could read it dared evil. Have you guys ever dared evil? <laughs> what, are we you, saying here? what is going on with him? There's dared <laughs> You could say daredevil or you could say dared Evil, like past tense. I dared evil. Yes, you could have dared evil. I don't know if I've ever dared evil. Have you been? You know, Did you, you know notice, what else? Notice? If, you, if you looked at the Punisher, you could punish her or you could punish Pun issues. <laughs> no, if you look at um, Matt Anderson's name, it could be Matt Anderson or it could be Matt and Urson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Matt and my friend Urson. <laughs> All right. I guess that, I guess you don't see what I'm seeing. I, I totally see what you're saying. It, it, I think it maybe you're overstating is, it. Just kind of came out of nowhere. That's that's all. <laughs> let's yeah. hit. Let's hit the music. <laughs> <laughs>